Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Product man. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Well, first of all, in the past, we've done a really good job of milking shot clock when we get up like that. A lot of people don't understand it. Tonight's a great example of why you do it. I let them play. Should a clock manage better? Again, you know, you think with the veteran team, you'll be able to get good shots on goal. That wasn't the case tonight. Got to get a lot better in, in so many areas. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. Welcome in Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Todd Pierce, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a wide open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds, folks. So anything and everything that you want to talk about here on the show today... Let's talk about it. You can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Wrecker Live Fan Feedback. After Man, I did it. I already did it. Gangster Museum of America Live Fan Feedback. I thought I'd have that all figured out by the time that... It's uh, bound to happen every once in a while. I know, and it's just like, it's uh, it's it, tough. When it becomes force of habit, Yeah, it just happens. And that's okay. That's okay, because we know it's about the Gangster Museum of America Live and Fan you, Feedback. And so you realize your error right off. So. That's right. Yeah, we're all good there. And also the Southern Structural Solutions text line. You can text in on that, too, 501-661-1037. And since it's a wide-open Wednesday, we're going to have a lot to talk about today. And Pat Bradley is going to be one of the people that will be joining us in the 2 o'clock hour as we'll discuss a few things happening, not only in basketball, but just in general. And then in the 3 o'clock hour, we're going to be joined by Dudley Dawson of Hogville.net, who is a friend of the show who joins us pretty often. Always good to catch up with Dudley about pretty much everything, but talk about signing day a little bit more in depth and how he feels about the, the Razorbacks and the chances that they have of Having a really solid class, not only at high school ranks, but also at the transfer ranks. And I'm sure there'll be people saying, hey, this is why Arkansas is going to go 10-2 and two next year. The talent level's there. Everything's great. Uh, I'm sure. But either way, we'll talk about that more in depth, about some of these players, maybe some of the surprises, the lacking of surprise, and all that good stuff. I will say, speaking of the transfer portal, I or I, no, we'll take the transfer portal, move that back. Speaking of the signing class for high school recruiting, it is kind of fascinating to see the evolution of signing day. Because signing day, at least when I was growing up and there in the late 2000s, early 2010s, you know, signing day in February was always such a big deal. Huge. It was must-see TV. I remember ESPNU having full 24-hour coverage of it. Any, At least 12. Oh, man. It, like Any player of note, they went live with their feed of when they were choosing. Yeah, they went like in their three top 300 or something. Mm-hmm. They tried to have as many signings as they could. Yeah, that's right. And every single time that they did that, they would have just three hats on the table, usually. And it would be them and their parents and family at their school, be some build-up. And it would be something as simple as, hey, thank everybody for coming out. Uh, appreciate everybody you know, and their support for me this year and throughout my college career or my high school career. But I have decided to continue on and officially sign my letter of intent with the University of blah, blah, blah. Like, very quick, to the point, easy going. Uh, some people have already committed and signed before then, but signing day itself was when a lot of those big-time players would be able to get that access and get that attention. 
And to see how much it's changed, just like everything else in college football, but to see how much it's changed just in a 15-year span especially, not only do we not have signing day on that particular day of mid-February, I think it was always the second Wednesday of February. around Valentine's Day usually. yeah. Yeah, second Wednesday of February. Not only is it no longer that particular day, it's still there, but they have this early signing period, which is going on right now. And no longer do you really have the simplicity of how these announcements go and how it's handled. It's, it's gotten so over the top and hilarious to me. Where you have graphics on graphics on graphics. You have videos. You have creativity, which I'm not knocking it. I'm not hating on it. It's just incredible to me how much it's changed and how wild it's become. It almost seems like it's more virtual and the in-person thing is yeah. anticlimactic. Yeah, it's it's a bunch of back-and-forth stuff, and it's not scheduled in some cases. And in some cases, it's you know about not only do you have hats, but we've seen live mascots get brought out uh, for people deciding where they're going to be going. Again, I, I'm, I'm all about the creativity of signing day. I am all about the the different ways of announcing your decision. I'm fine with that. I have no problem with it. The only thing that really gets on my nerves and starts bothering me is when it's the wishy-washy, back and forth, will he, will, will he not, not making a decision, saying you're making a decision this time, but then you don't make your decision, and it, it just provides a lot more chaos and negative attention brought. It's a big decision for everybody, and I know it's a very tough decision. I know the zone uh, did a great job of having a lot of the Razorback signees on their show today and many of them talked about the difficult process that it was because I couldn't imagine. I could not imagine as a 17, 18-year-old kid who is getting hit up by all these different universities across the country to play football and adding into the NIL as part of the mix and the closeness that it is as far as signing day where if one team doesn't get the guy that they felt like they would get, then they got to start calling you and seeing if you're on board. It's just a, it's a maddening thing. It's an insane thing that I don't envy the 17 and 18-year-old kids. And knowing that there's just so much pressure and stress where you're going you're gonna to upset a lot of people when, no matter what your decision I is. I was going to say not just the pressure to make the decision, but then the backlash on the other end when you yes. don't choose a particular person's school that they want you to go to. Yeah, like people are going to be upset. And there's going to be a lot of praise for whatever school you go to. And then if you're a five-star player especially, there's this pressure for most of the schools that you're going to be attending where, okay, five-star, you better play immediately. You better be good because right? you're a five-star. And I, when I say school is different because I feel like at a place like Arkansas, for instance, if you get a five-star player, it's like, hey, you know, this guy's got to play right away. But if you're a Georgian and you get a five-star player, like, eh, we'll see because we got other five-stars too. So it depends on where you're going. The pressure, the stress, the chaos, the madness, all of it is something that, again, I enjoyed and I really bought into. But because of the changing in the calendar of having it in the early part, because of the transfer portal, because of the NIL and knowing that, hey, a player that commits today, this time next year, they may not even be on the team because they'll be transferring somewhere else. It's changed my entire perception of signing day. To where, is it important? Yes. Is it impactful to the team and to the program that are recruiting these guys? Yes. Absolutely. But do I buy into the amount of hype and impact that it will have to me and my team immediately? No. I'm over that. I feel like right now, especially for the situation that Arkansas is in, Right now, because this next year is, is do or die for Sam Pittman. Sure. You better win or you get out. Yep. We all know that. He knows that. The American people know that. So because of that fact, a freshman that's coming in, I don't want to see that be the make-or-break type of player, the game-changing player for Sam Pittman, because odds are, just looking at the odds, odds are it's not going to be that level of talent, that level of experience, that level of coming in and changing it all in most cases if not every single case forget signing day it's about the portal it is about the transfer portal because yesterday when we talked about on this show todd of arkansas losing out on courtney crutchfield 
And people were upset, rightfully so. People were you know, a little uh, tired and frustrated from what Sam Pittman and the staff had been doing because they hadn't really had any splashes or whatever. Totally get it. Totally justified. Totally understand. But then later in the day, Arkansas got the big offensive lineman commitment out of the transfer forward from uh, Addison Nichols. And then they also got Xavion Sori, the former five-star linebacker from Georgia, to come in. And that changed everybody's mood a little bit. And this is why I continue to go back to when it comes to the transfer portal and high school recruiting. Don't freak out over one or the other, because this is this roller coaster we're talking about. Let the cake bake. Everybody's mood changed from when they did not get Cordy Crutchfield to just a few hours later when they got these two guys. You know why? Because I'm not going to speak for everybody. I'm going to speak for myself. If you gave me the choice, Cordy Crutchfield's a fine player, a really good player. If you gave me the choice, though, for this Arkansas team this year, would you rather have Courtney Crutchfield, a true freshman from Pine Bluff, be on the team, or would you rather have two experienced SEC caliber players who have played at SEC schools, respectively good SEC schools in Tennessee and Georgia, at two positions of desperate need like the offensive line and the linebacker position where both players were either a four-star and in some case a five-star. Between those two, who would you rather have? I'm going with the two transfers because that's what they need right now. Again, Courtney Crutchfield's a fine player. I would have loved to have had both of them. That would have been great, but that's not what happened. I would much rather have a trans- two transfers like that who I know can help Arkansas in desperate, desperate need of the offensive line and the linebacker position. Guys who are at really good schools, that's what Arkansas needs right now. Courtney Crutchfield may be somebody that they needed in the future, but right now they need the help from older, more experienced SEC caliber players like they got with Sori and Addison Nichols. And just to kind of amplify your point, too, about uh, freshmen and the impact they can have on a particular season, all you have to do is look at this year's roster with Isaiah yeah. Zetania. Yeah. I mean, when he was coming from Fayetteville, we all knew the, the talent that he has, the speed that he has. Everyone saw the potential of what he still can be. But did he get down the field this year necessarily? Yeah, maybe a yeah. little bit. Would you have liked to have seen him more? Sure. But he was a freshman, and he was learning how things go because playing in the SEC is different than playing at Fayetteville High School. 100%. And he is, a, he is the type of player to where I'm glad that he's coming back. At least I say that. I mean, anything can change these days. You right. know, if you think a kid's coming back with any injuries into the port, I'm not saying Satania will. But I'm looking at it as you have this year to formulate a roster that will be highly competitive in the SEC with a difficult schedule. The Petrino hire, great. Everyone got excited. But other than that, there really was no other excitement pieces. Now, the Petrino level was, again, the highest excitement you could probably get from hiring an offensive coordinator, you know, barring maybe a Cliff Kingsbury. But I don't even think the Cliff Kingsbury hire would have been as emotionally. I don't think that would have been as well received. Yeah. 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 It's like as emotional as what Razorback fans have. So you needed some more to get into the portal. Because, listen, I said many times yesterday, and we had people texting in about it, the NIL is not why you went 4-8 and eight last year. The talent level was not why you went 4-8 and eight last year. The reason you went 4-8 and eight last year is because of bad decisions. And what I mean by that is you had Sam Pittman, who, like him, love him, hate him, whatever. Sam Pittman made a bad decision in hiring Dan Enos. I think we all agree and understand I think Sam Pittman and maybe even a combo of Cody Kennedy made a bad decision in the type of offensive lineman that they evaluated and maybe over, oversold it or felt better about it than what it reality was, and because of that made a bad decision. Sam Pittman had bad decisions in-game as a head coach. Time management, uh, you know, not going under center on those fourth and short situations so many times. That's why the team was 4-8 and eight last year. Bad decisions on the coaching staff. Now, I'm not saying that the players have zero fault in any of it because, yes, there should have been better playing, better plays, better everything. But when it comes down to being 4-8, and eight, that was not because Arkansas lacked the talent. For crying out loud, moral victories, throw them out the window. You went on the road and you gave Alabama, a team that has more talent than you know what to do with, you went on the road, a team that's in the playoff and won the SEC, mind you, beat Georgia. You went on the road into their place, and you lost by a field goal where you were in, in a position at the end of the game to go on a drive to possibly not only tie it to sentence overtime, but even win the game. 
You did that against Bama on the road. You went on the road against Ole Miss, who is a 10-2 and team right now, and the only two losses they had was to Bama and Georgia, which are pretty dadgum good, who had an offense that was just lighting it up across the board. You went on the road at night into their place and lost by a touchdown. You went to Death Valley at night, another team at LSU, with the Heisman Trophy frickin' winner, Jaden Daniels. You went down there, and it came down to the wires where LSU had to hit a game-winning field goal to beat you. Now, you didn't win the games, and that's what matters the most. I'm not making excuses. But the point is is that you had something that was good enough to be on the same field as yeah, those guys. Yeah, levels there for sure. Yeah, you were right there in the mix. So the idea of, okay, LSU and Bama for sure, you don't think that they don't have better talent than you, Arkansas? You don't think that they have more five stars, more four stars? One of them had the Heisman Trophy winner. You don't think that there was more talent? Of course it was. But, so why were you in the game? On the road, in those places, why were you even competitive in the game? Sure, coaching had some of to do with it. But I believe it's because you also had the talent to hang out on there. It was a fit. You need to figure how to be able to go out on that field with the talent that you have, adjust your coaching decision-making, and then make it work. Finish the game, get the wins. Because it is incredible to me to see the differences in that. It is incredible for me to see the difference in what just a few weeks did. I mean, the team, obviously, at the end of the season was awful. We know that. They got smoked. But that team that was in those games against the three best teams in the SEC, in my opinion, with LSU, Alabama, and Ole Miss, I mean, Sands, Georgia, but three of the four best teams in the SEC in their place, you gave them all you wanted. That's not a talent problem. Nope. That's, that's, that's about the little minor things that change the outcomes of games. What is it they say, or Al Pacino says in any given Sunday, life, like football, is a game of inches. Yep. And that's why he talks about one second too early, too, too late. You don't quite make it. One half step too soon to whatever. You don't quite catch it. That's what it is. And that's what Arkansas has to to work on more than anything. They have the talent. They obviously have the get-up-and-go ability to go onto the field and feel confident that they can compete. They just need to figure out the minor details to be able to... Because it's the difference, truly. You know, we talked about this past year, which sucked two years ago. It truly was the difference between what? Arkansas going 6-6 and like they ended up going and 9-3. and Think about how different the entire mentality would be if in 2022 you went 9-3 and three, like you were this close to doing. You know, the K.J. fumble diving into the end zone against A&M. And the game against LSU where you didn't have a healthy K.J. Jefferson. You know, think about the game against Missouri on the road that you were in control and for some reason you decided, hey, let's put Trey Knox under center. And you think about the Liberty game. Like, not, again, moral victories, don't care, but it shows how close you are. And when you're that close... It's not something as big as talent. It's not something as big as overall coaching staff of who's good at play calling or whatever. When you're that close, it's the minor details that make the difference. And it's closing out the games that make the difference. And that's why, for signing day, all right, cool. But for as a Razorback fan, I just don't know how you sit back and say, oh, yeah, I'm pumped by this. This is going to be the difference. This high school class is going to be the difference between the success for this season. Maybe some of them will be, but overall, that's just not going to be the case, and I'm okay with it. We have a lot to get to here on a Wide Open Wednesday. I know I've been ranting, but that's okay, because we have the phone lines open, so if you want to get in on the conversation, 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. Uh, We'll be able to talk more about signing day, give you some updates on that, and throughout the rest of the show, and we'll have some more fun with the headlines that are going on in the world sports world and so much more. So you better stay with us on Out of Bounds, folks, because we're continue to have fun here on a Wide Open Wednesday. Insure your auto, home, life, and everything in between with Shelter Insurance. Find a local agent by calling 1-800-SHELTER or at shelterinsurance.com. This 
Texas Sports Center. Arkansas football landed two transfers yesterday. First up, Tennessee offensive lineman Andrew Nickel. Out of high school, he was a three-star and held offers from USC, Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, Clemson, Florida State, and others. He will have three years of eligibility remaining. Then the Razorbacks got former five-star linebacker recruit Xavier Story from Georgia. Story had 19 tackles, one and a half tackles for loss, and a sack in the 11 games he appeared in this year. He will have two years of eligibility remaining. Today is early signing day in college football. The Razorbacks landed a surprise commitment from New Orleans wide receiver Crossay Johnson. He held offers from Indiana, Texas Tech, Tulane, and Louisiana. He's Arkansas's 17th verbal commitment for the 2024 class. Stay tuned to The Buzz for all your updates on early signing day. I'm Christian Weaver with The Buzz Radio Network. Every Tuesday morning during basketball season, you can hear Caliph Battle when he checks in with the guys on Morning Mayhem. It's made possible by Edwards Food Giant. Edwards Food Giant, the meat people. The only stop you'll have to make for all your family's grocery needs. Caliph Battle on your home for Arkansas Razorbacks basketball. 103.7 The Buzz. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, you're in the red zone for every college rivalry and divisional matchup all season long. On game day, you never have to decide which teams to watch. Only what combination of bites, burgers, wings, and more to order. Plus, where else are your favorite draft beers always poured at a frozen 29 degrees? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Get here for happy hour, weekdays from 2 till 7 and again late night for a dollar off liquor, wine, and drafts. Plus, shareable app starting at $2. Hey, everybody. It's Howie at Robert Irwin Jewelers, and this year we've got a great gift idea for anybody's budget. Flexi Diamond Bangle Bracelets are the perfect fit for any occasion. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices, now with two locations open in Little Rock or online at rijewelers.com. It's finally that magical time of year. The year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet. If a brand new SUV is on your Christmas list, now's the time to buy. Get up to $3,500 off a 2024 Chevy Equinox when you buy before December 31st. SUVs not your style? No problem. If you wish you could see a pickup truck under your tree, we have you covered. Get up to $10,000 off a 2024 Chevrolet Silverado this month only. Plus, buy at Guatney Chevrolet this month and you'll make zero payments for four months. That's right, you get to keep those savings for all your holiday shopping. If you want a fantastic deal on a new SUV or truck, you don't want to miss the year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Come see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville or visit GuatneyChevrolet.com to learn more. Chevrolet, together, let's drive. Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See Gary Elmore in Lone Oak, Justin Stewart in Malvern, or Drew Self in Hot Springs. Companies are shifting their telephone systems to the cloud, and you should too. ESI eCloud PBX has everything you need. Features like work from anywhere, video calls, and advanced security tools make ESI eCloud PBX one of the best choices for any business. Opt out of the high cost of your traditional phone system and move to the cloud. Sign up for an online demo at nsgdv.com and get your system activated at no charge. Network Services Group. One call does it all. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Griswold, where do you think you're going to put a tree that big? Bend over and I'll show you. On 1037 The Buzz. <laughs>
It is a wide open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon as we are at the midway point of the week. And before you know it, Christmas holiday will be here. A lot of people traveling for the weekend. And uh, just as a reminder, we're going to not be having any shows Monday or Tuesday of next week. So I know that's, I don't know, I don't know how you guys are going to live, but uh, we'll find a way to press on forward. But appreciate everybody listening in here on the show. I have a lot of people chiming in, commenting in as we were talking about the recruiting class, signing class, however you want to call it. But on our Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback, uh, Lyndon Sherwood says, if NIL didn't exist, do you think Crutchville would now be a Razorback? I mean, that is, I mean, I don't know. I, I honestly don't. And I'm not trying to make it a cop-out answer, but it's like I could see, as we talked about yesterday, a lot of it just has to do with a winning program, and Arkansas is not that right now. And Missouri is coming off of a big year. So, you know, I think that had a lot to do with it, but then at the same time, I'd be naive to say that NIL had nothing to do with it. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not going to really dive into that because I don't know what the situation was, and I don't want to speculate about it. Uh, Brock says, though, are we excited for the quarterback room next year? I'm excited just because of Bobby Petrino. You know, that sounds so stupid and so, like, trivial, but it's true. You got Bobby Petrino as your as your offensive coordinator. Quarterback's never a problem with Bobby. So I feel good about it. I think Taylor Green, from everything I've heard, I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke for the sake of blowing smoke. This is from people that I've talked to, people that covered him. They really like him, and they think he's going to do really well at Arkansas. Now, it doesn't mean that he's going to be the guy. Maybe it's Criswell, you know, or, or maybe it's Malachi Singleton. You know, Maybe there'll be somebody like that, but I, I'm just at the point to where I'm, I'm trusting Bobby. Trusting, you know, it's always trusting Musk, trusting Bobby. That's a big thing. And also on our Southern Structural Solutions text line, uh, Rick and At- or Rick and Atkins says perfectly said John go Hogs, oh, thank you. And also Ben and Brian said what a speech John I'm pumped. I guess it kind of turned into a speech. I didn't really intend for it to, but you know sometimes when you just get rolling and you get upset, uh, that's the thing that uh, kind of comes out and maybe comes across as a speech. So and also 501 says Crutchfield going to end up transferring to Arkansas after next season. I think we got what we need from the portal, most importantly. I mean, I don't know if that's the case, but I mean, that's every freshman like this year. Think about like the top 100 players for Arkansas right now, or not for Arkansas, for college football right now, whether it's ESPN or whoever. Of those 100, I would bet dollars to donuts that at least, at least half of them are not going to be at their respective school for the next two years. Just knowing the trends and knowing where everything's at. That's how I feel, at least. Let's go to the phone lines, because they are open. 501-661-1037. Brent's in Stuttgart. What's up, Brent? John, I've been holding for two days. You were on such a big... You were such a, on a big State of the Union address today. And I'm telling you, well, it's always worrisome with our phone line issues that we've had. Well, that, well, that is 100% correct right there. I got <laughs> I got cut, on, cut off on... Uh, the show before the show before yours due to due to phone problems. Well, let's hope that's not the case. So you and, better make it quick. Oh yeah, I just want to say what great two interviews uh, the uh, uh, West had with uh, Charleston Collins and with uh, um, Braylon Braylon Russell. Great interviews. Great to hear those young men saying how much they want to be, want to be a hog. That's, that's man. Yeah, see, that, that's he spent all that time talking about all that trouble he had, and then he ran right into it. I know, I know. Here, here's the thing, folks. Like, call in. Like, we want you to call in. Apparently, it has something to do with a certain provider, depending on if it's like AT and T or Verizon or whatever. That's what I've heard. But yes, continue to call in because there's some people that we have zero issues with, but for whatever reason, Brent's one of those guys that we always will have an issue with. So yeah, continue to call in. But if you don't trust our phone systems, which I don't blame you right now. Uh, just go ahead and text us at the same exact number, 501-661-1037. Because uh, a few other people who have been uh, on our Southern Structural Solutions text line, uh, this comes from Just Chuck, says, uh, I'm curious to know where Jalen Catalan ends up. I know he's leaving Texas after leaving Arkansas last year. Yeah, that's that's a situation where for him, at least, 
I feel like it's a deal where he just hasn't been able to stay healthy, hasn't been able to get on the field and everything, and maybe he had a great NIL deal, but now they're like, hey, we can't afford that again next year. you got to go find somewhere else. I can see that. All right, Brent, we got you back on real quick. Make it happen. Okay, I'm going to try to make it happen real quick. I am. I think you hit on three things with Coach Pittman he needs to do over this year. Make better, make better decisions. He's he's make have better make better hires. He did that with Bobby Petrino, and the most important thing he's got to make sure. He- yeah, sorry, Brent. I don't know what to tell you, dude. I yeah, that's sorry, Brent. I don't know what text to text in the rest of your thoughts so we can share it. Yeah, and I know it's hard for you to text Brent, but yeah, if you could do that, that we'd appreciate it. Because I, again, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to make sense out of it. That's above my pay grade. I, I don't. I don't know how to make phones work. I just use them. So, uh, but appreciate you calling in. Technology is a wonderful thing until it doesn't work. Until it doesn't work for whatever reason, man. Uh, let's see. Also, from our Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback. Charles says, it absolutely grinds my gears hearing Sam Pittman's comments about NIL and not wanting to use it. you got to adapt or leave. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Is some coaches may not be as like overly vocal about the embracing of NIL. And I think Sam Pittman understands it, but I also know Sam Pittman doesn't like it. But he's not alone in that. It's not like he's unique. I think there are plenty of people out there, plenty of coaches out there, great coaches out there, that do not like the NIL. They do not like what it's become, but they're dealing with it. Like, you think Nick Saban likes NIL? Do you think Kirby Smart likes NIL? Like, it's not just like, oh, Pittman, because he's a bad coach. There's a lot of big-time, very highly successful coaches that also don't like NIL, but they get and understand you adapt or die. You either go with it and make it work, or you're not going to have a job. They understand it. And to go outside the SEC, I don't know for a fact that he stated it publicly, but Matt Rule at Nebraska is not exactly the biggest fan of it either because several weeks ago, he, they were at or at the completion of the season or near its completion, he was talking about, well, you got to go out and you got to spend NIL money to go get a quarterback or a running back or this or that. And he was like, it's not necess- shouldn't necessarily be that way, but it's the way it is. It is. And, and guess what he probably most likely did to go get Dylan Rayola? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. You know, that's why things have always developed. NIL is probably the most significant change. But overall, things develop. You know, the transfer portal is another thing that has highly developed and changed things. Uh, you think about the early signing period, highly changed things. You think about the waivers that some people could get. Like I, I'm sure at some point in time, when the grad transfer rule came out originally, where you don't have to sit out a year, I'm sure there were some coaches. Ah, your kids these days. I don't understand. You don't know. You need to sit. Okay. Well, what happened? They adjusted. All right. That, that's the way of the game, and that's why I appreciate you know a guy like Eric Musselman and coaches like him. I'm not just using I'm just using them as an example because he's there at Arkansas. Because he is a little bit ahead of the curve. You know, he's always trying to think of new and unique ways to approach people and to recruit and to get big-time players into the program. Of course, developing, getting them ready for the NBA is big. But also being very embracing of all changes and all things that get thrown your way. Trying to, any sort of new rule that gets thrown in, I feel like Musk is always like, all right, how can we monetize this? How can we make this work? There's a new rule. Let's find a way. Let's find a way to make it successful for us. That's well, his mentality. Well, that, and he, I mean, he looks at the individual situation, too. I mean, you look at just what he went through with Menafield and getting him eligible. Mm-hmm. I mean, there could have been a lot of coaches that would have been like, you know what? You're not eligible. I'm not going to have you practice. You need to go and develop, you know, take one of my assistant coaches and you go practice on your own. But no, he was active in practice every day, and they found a way to get him eligible, and it paid off in the end. Also from our uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line, uh, let's see, it was coming from JB in Little Rock. Says Lorando Johnson is my new favorite player. Everyone on the team needs his attitude. Yeah, there was a pretty funny tweet from Old Snacks because uh, he had put out on Twitter X says some fans be over whooping. I can't lie, and then says the crying laughing emoji. And some. Did I also not see him respond to Eli Drinkwitz's text or uh, ex- Oh, I'm sure he did. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I'll bring up all the tweets. But he said because some Mizzou person said, "Come to Mizzou, snack," and he says, "No, I hate y'all," as in like full caps, like "No, I hate y'all." 
So he got a lot of uh, Razorback fans on his side for that, and uh, people were pretty pretty happy to say, hey, he's my new favorite player now and everything. So I, I like him. I like what he's able to do. And then also I uh, loved the tweet from a guy that actually went on the zone today, one of the Razorback commitments, and that's uh, Charleston Charlie Collins, who just simply put out, I love it, simply put out no caption, just the image of when it was Bobby Petrino was the head coach of Arkansas, and it was on CBS, and he was kind of walking off the field. And I don't know if it was actually him doing it, but I think it kind of was. But Petrino basically flipping the bird to the LSU sidelines. And that's all that Charlie Collins put out, is just that image of Bobby Petrino flipping the bird. And I'm like, a single finger salute. Yep. I'm like, man, I am, I'm all right. These are my favorite players already. Right? Yep. Just forget it. Sign these guys in IL. I, that, that's the best thing there is. Sign those guys to some NIL deals because I, I love that. But yes, Lorando Johnson, guys like that, those are the guys you want. Where, you know, they talk trash, they have fun with it, they have some pride in it, and they're not going to back down regardless of, you know, what's been going on here. Uh, let's see. And we got a lot of texts that are uh, coming in. I guess that's what happens when our phone our phone line has uh When the, the phone issues. line craps out and you start the show on a... 25-minute yeah. soliloquy, you kind of get people fired up. But that's hey, right. that's a good thing. That's right. Yeah, because even from 501 says, please hire professionals to figure out the fix, the drop call issues that have been going on for months. One would think the number one radio station in the state. That depends on caller engagement. Oh, would uh, I already have had this annoying issue figured out and fixed? My goodness. Well, let me tell you, here's something, 501. We have had the, quote, professionals on the job. And the, quote, professionals have yet to figure out the problem. So it's not like we're just sitting here on our thumbs being like, ah, well, I know what you're going to do. Phones ain't going to work. You know, what are you going to do? Man, it sucks. It's just what, what we're going to do. Come on now. We, we want to do it. We're trying to make it great for everybody. Be patient with us, all right? Just be patient with us. That's all I'm saying. And how about this positivity for signing day and in the text line from 501? The class is shaping up nicely as far as I'm seeing. I hate to see in-state kids leave, but I would rather them go somewhere else their freshman season and possibly transfer in rather than come here the freshman season and transfer out before they get on the field. I feel like a lot of people are just going to gripe no matter what. Go Hogs. Well, how about that? That's a, that's a nice little positive message for today. Well, and there's something that I didn't realize until I was listening to Randy and Rick on Drive Time yesterday. And once they mentioned it, 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 it clicked as far as NIL and how it's pretty well regulated state to state and how... Mm-hmm. Different states have different rules for NIL, and um, they were talking about, I guess, how in Missouri um, you can benefit from NIL the second you sign your letter of intent, whereas in Arkansas you actually have to be on campus before you can benefit from NIL, and how uh, our esteemed former colleague, Mr. R.J. Hawk, is uh, working to uh, close that gap. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but as soon as they, they made that mention, I was like, okay, it makes sense why they would want to go ahead and do that now and take advantage of that. But it also screams for the need for there to be uniformity in the NIL process, period. Yeah. Well, here's my thing. Forget what the states are doing. I don't give a rip about what the state legislator or the government or anything like that is doing. Just for whatever, the NCAA, as little powers they have, just put it there. Just make it a blanket thing. Go to all the commissioners in the conferences and everything, just be like, all right, let's figure this out. Let's knock this out. Let's get it going. And whatever happens, okay, boom, there it is. You're done. Take, you know? the, take the space you rent for the college football playoff committee, sit everybody down, whether it's a weekend, a week, two weeks, I don't care. Hash it out. Figure it out. Yeah, that's what you got to do at this point. That's what you got to do. Also, from uh, Just Chuck, uh, let's see. Apparently, they have the, the I guess he uh, sent an image from Mike Bratton, SEC Mike, our good friend here on the show. Apparently, the Mizzou billboards popped up in Arkansas today to celebrate the Tigers landing two of the top prospects in the natural state. Uh, I guess there were some places that uh, have the Courtney Crutchfield, uh, as well as Austin Dindy, who are going into Missouri and all that. Now, is this one of those digital billboards, or is it? No, it looks like a real bill. It looks like a real billboard. Okay. I don't know where they're at, but kudos to them. I mean, I don't know what, what else to say. It's like they had a good year. They, they're getting to spike the ball a little bit, rightfully to so. To Victor go the spoils. Mm-hmm. From the 870, it says, John, you're a true whiner. Get over it. Drinkwitz owns us right now. When did I ever say anything about Drinkwitz in, in, in Missouri not winning games like they have been? I don't know. I don't know. People are just 
People are just fed up. They're, they're not very exciting, uh, excited about certain things going on in their respective programs. But let's have fun with it, shall we? Let's just have fun. Let's, it's Christmas, for crying out loud. We need to be all nice and loving and caring to one another, singing songs. and I don't, know, I don't know. I'm just trying to make everybody in a good mood. I'm over here having a good time. That's all I care about. We want to have a good time on a wide open Wednesday. And we're going to continue to have a good time. So you can call or text in 501-661-1037. And we're going to have What's Trending in the World of Sports coming up. I know there's other things going on than signing day, if you can believe it or not. But we'll talk about all that and get to a lot more. Who knows? Maybe we'll even get a phone call or two if it doesn't get dropped at any point in time. But we'll have some fun with that and keep it moving here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Hey, this is Mitch at Red River Ram, Arkansas's number one Ram dealer, and I've never been so happy as to introduce the wrap-up the end-of-the-year sales event. Folks, we've got 20% off 23 brand-new Ram Heavy Duties. Never been seen before. That's up to $18,000 off sticker. And you have ton buyers? We've got 24 model Ram 1500s at $15,000 off. Make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs or check us out online at RedRiverRam.com. A new steel chainsaw, blower, or weed eater makes the perfect holiday gift. Hennard Foothills Equipment has steel products in stock ready to go. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, your hometown dealer no matter where you live. 501-268-1987. Roger, did you know that Oakland Sports is the mobile app that lets you bet anywhere in Arkansas? Anywhere. So I can bet the over when I'm in Dover. Indeed you can. I can take the underdog in Dogtown. Absolutely. You're telling me I can bet on the pigskin and piggot? Yep. Hoops and humnote, baseball and boxite, long shots and lavaca? All of the above. Anywhere, huh? Anywhere. Nice. Easy to use and even easier to fund. Bet with confidence. Bet with Oaklawn Sports. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Injured? There's only one number you need to know. Dial 8. 888-8888. At Rainwater Holton Sexton, no case is too big and no insurance company too strong. Just dial 8. 888-8888. We are battle-tested big case injury lawyers who've recovered millions for our clients. Just dial 8. 888-8888. Been in a wreck anywhere in the state. Just dial 8. 888-8888. Responsible attorneys Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton. Twas the month of Christmas and the fat man had a bone to pick. A peculiar problem for old Saint Nick. All his elves had lost their ways because instead of toys, everyone wanted new Hyundais. Santa nearly went insane over the getaway sales event at Kris Kreme. But when he saw the SUVs of Hyundais, Santa declared, I too shall upgrade my sleigh. So if you hear a rumble in the night with a sleek new Hyundai inside, just know it's Santa on his way in a new Palisade from Kris Kreme Hyundai. This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Whit Davis Lumber Company is your blueprint for success. Whether you're a professional contractor or just need a hand being handy, Whit Davis is your partner for getting the job done right. From quality materials to tools for projects inside and out, they understand how important quality is when it comes to your home. So, when you're in need of a lumberyard or hardware store, think of my friends over at Whit Davis. You can find them in Jacksonville, Cabot, Sherwood, and Greenbrier or online at WhitDavis.com. This holiday season, how will you celebrate? Stick to the classics or boldly forge new traditions? Because with Cadillac, there's no wrong way to celebrate. Where dynamic sedans promise holiday joy around every turn. And stunning SUVs invite you to seize the season in maximum style. This holiday season, no matter how you celebrate, Cadillac is celebrating you. Visit your Cadillac showroom today. You knew the risks when you decided to drive drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But that didn't stop you, did it? You knew you could get arrested. You could incur huge legal expenses. And you could possibly even lose your job. You were well aware of the consequences of driving drunk. But one thing's for sure. You were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. Christmas is almost here and time is running out to get those last minute gifts. So 1037 The Buzz and Ava Bella Day Spa are here to help. The Zone will be there Tuesday and Morning Mayhem Wednesday talking to Didi about all the ways Ava Bella can help with those last minute gifts. 
Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Mark. Harry. Why the hell did you take your shoes off? Why the hell are you dressed like a chicken? On 1037 The Buzz. Open Wednesday. Appreciate everybody who's been listening in this afternoon. Lots of lots of lots of text and everything coming in, and we appreciate it. As uh, we got in here in about 15 minutes, Pat Bradley will be joining us. So we'll talk to him about signing day. I don't know, maybe maybe not a little bit, but basketball, other fun stuff too. We'll make that happen. Uh, let's see, man. Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback. Uh, this comes from Delta Hog as well as Marianne, even though it's the same person. They go by different names. Uh, it says, if you don't think talent had a huge issue, then you are more clueless than I thought. I'm so sick of your almost immoral victory BS. Yeah, talent had nothing to do with it, LOL. All right. Say what you want. But you really think that the reason Arsenal went 4-8 and eight last year was talent? Like, you think that that was it? If, if talent were an issue, they would have never been in the games they were in. No. They would have never. They would have gotten boat raced by LSU in LSU. Uh huh. They would and, have been boat raced by Alabama in Alabama. And if they did do that, and talent was the issue, like they just didn't have much talent, you know what? You then would have to admit that it was coaching. Exactly. It can't. It's got to be one or the other or both. All right. And in this particular case, because of Arkansas in those close games, you can't say it was luck every time because it was very consistent. So it was either great coaching, great talent, or both. I shouldn't say great talent, maybe. Good enough talent, good enough coaching, or both. So that's what it is. Also, Southern Structural Solutions text line. <laughs> I love this text message that I got. From uh, Jake is his name. It's from the five. Uh, texting from five hundred one. First time he's ever texted into any of our shows. He says I've had an unhealthy obsession with hog football since the Kentucky game at Little Rock in nineteen ninety eight. Moved back into the Buzz Radio range and heard you just go off recently. Were you reading a script? I only asked because what's the angle in telling the truth anymore? If it was you in live talent form, I will look you up. Who are you? Like what? What is this? It's like it's almost like someone discovered. Like I'm not saying this about myself, and I'm not trying to be sacrilegious or anything. But it's just like someone's like, "Are you a prophet? Who are you? Why have I never heard of you before?" Well, I'm I've been here coming up on my four years actually at 103.7 The Buzz. But no, I appreciate it because he went and said, "Good work, Hog Fandom." And for me, it's been like a crack addiction. That high with 138 left in the fourth quarter, Neilan just gets further and further away. My hope apparently is that my hope with self will dictate the outcome of men in tights far, far away keep on bringing it. Yeah, we all remember that. Which, by the way, I was recently at a establishment, won't mention names, where on the TV, no audio, because it's a place, you know, just has TVs playing, sports, and it played the... I forgot exactly what it was called, but it was the the special that was on SEC Network, talking about Brandon Burlesworth and, uh, you know, that 98 season. Right. I, I know what I you're talking about, called. but I can't think of it either. Yeah. I mean, but everyone knows the story. Sure. And I sat there, and, like, my buddy, who's sitting there, who's younger than me, not real younger than me, but, like, he was five years old when it happened, but I was, like, ten. I remember pretty well. He's sitting there watching it, and I'm like, what are you doing? And then he set, saw the, the fumbled stern over and just was, like, putting his hands in his head. So I'm like, dude, I, I don't know why you're doing this to yourself. Like, why are you watching this? And, you know, I, I just, I keep going back to it. Like, it was second down, a minute 38 to go. You're up by three. Minute 38. And after all of that, my biggest question about it, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's terrible. There's a lot of things we could dissect about it. You know what's the biggest question for me? 
Why was Arkansas passing on second down with a minute 38 to go in the lead on the road? Because that's what it was going to be. It was a play-action pass. Why are they passing? I can understand third down, maybe. Trying to get the first up at second down? The minute 38? Not saying that's what I want all that stuff. I don't know. I'm trying to bring up old stuff, but I'm just so one of those questions that popped up into my mind. Jack and Hot Springs says greater. No, it wasn't greater. That was the actual like Hollywood movie. This was a documentary on it. It was an SEC story. Yes, an SEC story. Yeah, it's that thing. So, yeah, big difference there. Uh, also, from the uh, text line, uh, 479 says, Have y'all heard about how our NIL edge is doing? I did hear Missouri definitely offer Crutchfield something he couldn't refuse. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe there is something there to that as far as the money goes. But I've said it before. I, I feel like I'm saying it all the time, and hopefully I don't come off as repetitive. But I'm standing by it. People can say whatever they want, but Arkansas is still... As a universally athletic program, not just the football program, I'm not just referring to that, I'm talking about the athletic program, the entire athletic department. When it comes to where they stand in NIL, in the SEC, they are top five. That's just true. Now, some places, depends on what school you're at, may spend more money in certain programs than what Arkansas does. That's true. But when it comes to the overall, the overall amount of money, that Arkansas provides NIL across all 19 sports and 365 student-athletes, however many it is, that is top five in the SEC. And people are going to say, well, how do you know that? Folks, I've talked to people in the NIL department at the U of A, people who are very much involved, and they've told me many things, they've showed me many things, and that's what I'm going to believe. And I'm not trying to say that, oh, you're wrong for having a different opinion. You can do whatever you want, but my thing is, is like, at least I have some sort of substance to go off of. I'm not just saying it for the sake of saying it. Because if I didn't know all these numbers and everything, I would be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know why Arkansas is doing too hot NIL. But I'm telling you, folks, right now, like, that's not a problem. NIL is not a problem at Arkansas. Now, is it going to lead to, in the football program, them having the same amount of spending in football alone as Texas A&M? No. But they are definitely not one of the, the bottom-tier schools when it comes to their spending. Just you got to remember, Arkansas is a everything school, or at least they try to be. And across the board, no matter what sports you even look at, and you include football in there too, across the board, recruiting and portals, all that, has never been better in the history of Razorback sports than what it is right now across all sports. True character is the SEC story. True character. That's right. Good one. Good one. Appreciate that. All right. We are up against it. We're going to take a top-of-the-hour update. When we come back... Pat Bradley is going to be joining us. You won't miss it, so stay tuned. Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Paid by up-level rewards. Paid participation required. Act your portrayal. Hey, where did you get all that cash? You mean this $750? Yes, that $750. Where did you get all that cash? Since it's December, I went to DecemberCash22.com and got $750.